Good Monday morning to you, family. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. Join us as we discuss contentment and what it means for our everyday life. The first scripture is, but godliness with contentment is great gain. That's 1 Timothy 6, 6. And then 2 Peter 1, 3 that says, His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. When you look up the second scripture um, <clears throat> in the historical context, we find Peter talking about how sometimes people will have, you know, struggles, some, you know, struggles with spiritual weakness or apathy, or sometimes people might feel they're missing something that, and he poses the question, have they been left unequipped by God? Or asking themselves, what have they not been given in order to lead the life that God calls us to? And Peter's answer is simple. We're not missing anything. We are fully equipped. You know, the other thing I was thinking is I was reading a devotional today that used this same scripture. And it was talking thematically about that and the concepts of, you know, envy and contentment came up. And here's how. The author was talking about going to visit her adult daughter who purchased her first home, an adorable mid-century brick ranch. And the author, you know, went there and helped her daughter set up that space and then returned home. And as always, when opening the overhead compartment on the airplane to retrieve her carry-on bag, the author talked about how she scrutinized it very carefully to be sure she was grabbing the correct one. Because many travelers have a basic black suitcase on wheels, it's easy to retrieve the wrong one. And as she popped open the bin, she laughed at what she saw because one savvy traveler had used white paint to write two simple words on the bottom of their suitcase not yours and it worked no one grabbed that person's luggage mistakenly and she talked about how God used that humorous incident to speak to her heart that day at that time in her life she was wrestling with feelings of envy toward a few people in her circle of friends her unique shade of green greed had established an ugly root in her heart causing her to focus on what she lacked rather than on the blessings that she did have spying the words not yours on that suitcase was the wake-up call that she needed to stop envying the lives God had given others and to be satisfied with the one that he's given her or being content and I thought about that when I was reading because I thought about the struggle for contentment is so real or the issue that we have with envy is a real thing whether it's envy of others or in my own life I have to keep it uh 100 envious of situations that I've had in the past and wishing for those so I don't know if that's contentment or envy or a mixture of the two for example I was thinking you know I remember the experience of being in graduate school living in a one-bedroom apartment it was one bedroom but it pretty much had three rooms you had the kitchen and the den and then the next room was the bedroom and then the bathroom and that was it I was a graduate student you know working part-time my financial uh situation was fixed you know I was working as a graduate assistant and I received financial aid 
So I would use my financial aid to pay my rent and try to save as much as the rest. And the rest of the income I made from my job, you know, it just went to utilities and the car payment and things like that. But the point is I find myself in present day envious of that time because I had less financial responsibilities or at least maybe it wasn't less, but I knew how I had less money. So I knew that the money that I had was fixed. So I didn't have the time to be uh, wasteful. There was no there was no room for wastefulness. There was no room at all. You, it wasn't there. So so it cost me it caused me to be disciplined in ways then than I struggle with now or, you know, it isn't even just a graduate school experience. I can think of, you know, my experiences in Florida and wishing for that time now. Yet at the same time, I have somehow felt convicted by that because I realized that the time in life I have now is what I was praying for then. So why is it that I struggle with being content now when I everything that I have right now is everything that I ask God it makes me think of that song, you know, the, they would sing, um, I got just what I asked for from the Lord. I have it. I live every day, my job, my wife, every experience I have with stuff I was praying for. Yet the struggle to be content with it because you're always reaching for something else or wishing that you had something else. I think those are real battles that everyone you know, faces, you know, the key verse today says his divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. And the author talks about how while we might not have and you can fill in the blank, we do have all we need to live a life of godliness. And I think that's so real because we live in a time where even whether it's your own life and I'm not judging anyone because I'm right in the boat with everybody else. Um, in this experience, you know, we might not have the financial stability of other people, but we have everything we need. We're fully equipped. We might not be fit and fabulous, you know, looking like some of the posts we see. I mean, I see a lot of people who are working out every day, every moment. They're going doing two a days. Their body is fabulous. I'm not that. There are people who are farther along in their transition uh, of life in in personhood, in their transition of masculinity than I am. I have everything I need. I'm good. I'm equipped. There are people who are struggling with the fact that, you know, now with COVID-19, as a person that's an academic, you know, as a a lady was giving a webinar on how to best use your time. There were some people that thought that this lady's webinar was absolutely wonderful. There were other people who thought it was absolutely horrible because they struggle with balance. They now have small kids that they have to make sure are doing their schoolwork. They, um, their spouse is an essential worker. So it's only one person at home. The boundaries, the the issues and experiences they had before are, are not at all the way that they are now. You know, they had flexibility in their schedule before now it's it's not that and they're not dealing with it well and they felt resentful to someone saying oh you know you should do this you should do that they were like you know maybe you meant to be helpful but you're not helpful or you find people that are envious of other people because they have you know the ability to 
to be flexible in their schedule. I saw other academics in the comments saying it must be nice that it's just you and, and a spouse or it's just you in the house and you have all that time to write. I mean, people have, you know, their own experiences. I'm not judging them for them. Or people that talk about, you know, maybe they're envious because they feel that other people's children are more well-behaved than others or their spouse that they have or the bay that somebody else has is so much of something else than what they have. Or the experience of, you know, what I don't really have the relationships that I see other people have. Other people have all these great pictures and they're getting along so great with my family. Me and my family don't talk like that. We don't have that relationship like that. Or I haven't, my mother-in-law doesn't even want to meet me. So when other people are like, oh, my mother-in-law is the, I don't know what they're talking about because I don't have that experience or I don't even have a relationship with my father. So when people are like, oh, Father's Day is coming up, it doesn't mean anything to me. So these are real experiences that people have. And so it's like, so when I look at where, where my life is, how in the world am I supposed to be content? And I think what the scripture is telling us, we are equipped in our life no matter what it is that we're facing perhaps you know if we didn't have someone else's up uh bringing it's totally okay it's it's all good we get to choose we get to make the choice to be content rather than waste our energy wishing that we resided in someone else's circumstances we lose so much time in our day in our moment and being present when we're wishing for an experience that we're not gonna have we can't go back to yesteryear and yesterday we can't go back and or go in someone else's experiences and have that life because it's not ours the life that we have is enough you me us we are enough Let's focus our mind on thanking God for the many blessings, no matter how simple, no matter what they are, that Abba has given us because those blessings are good. Now, there are days where I found it to be really wonderful to go through the list and thank Abba for all the things I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for having a car to drive. I'm grateful for the fact, Abba, that I have food to eat. I'm grateful that I have a wife. I'm grateful that I have family members. I'm grateful that I have friends. I'm grateful for the position and job that I have because everything I have you gave it to me I thank you for that I thank you for having life in my body and breath in my bones I thank you that I'm well and able to do everything that you've called me to do I thank you those are things that we're talking about focusing our mind on being grateful and I'm sure that things that you can sit and be grateful for too we can focus and choose to be content rather than wasting energy wishing that we resided in someone else's circumstance let's take the time let's take take the space and the moment to pursue deepening our walk with Abba you know and how do we do that because we have the ability each and every one of us has the ability to connect with Abba we do we can connect with Abba through prayer we can connect with Abba through conversation we can connect with Abba through books we can connect with Abba through scripture you know we can take our moments and discover a fulfilling life of growing with him and listening to the things uh, that he's telling us to do of having fellowship and communion with him his unfailing love toward each of us is vast without partiality and it is never ending i want you to remember that his unfailing love toward us is vast without partiality and never ending each of us has access equal access to him you have a place with abba you do i want you to remember that 
and to focus your mind, focus your spirit, focus your build, your being of knowing that you're enough, that Jesus is enough, that you're fully equipped to be everything he's called you to be, to live this life that we're living, no matter what the circumstance or experience is you're, space, you're facing right now, everything is okay. You're well, you're, you're well equipped. You're well equipped. Let's close with a great uh, word of prayer. Father God, I want to learn to be content despite our circumstances. Help us keep our eyes on you rather than other people. You're all I need. We thank you for being the air that we breathe. We thank you for being breath in our body and life in our bones. We thank you for unfailing love. We thank you for love that is great, that is vast, that is without partiality. We thank you that there is no experience that we can ever face that you will not be with us. We thank you that your love never fails. Higher than the mountains that we face, that we never have to be afraid because your love never gives up or gives out on us. We always have it. You're the God that walks with us. You're the God that sustains us. You're the God that provides us. You're the God that opens the eyes of our hearts and opens our eyes and help us see the beauty that is around us. Help us look at what we have. Help us, oh God, not to focus on what it is that we don't have because if we don't have it, we don't need it. You ain't giving it to us. So it's okay. Help us be content with where we are in life and grow with you and continue to grow and to move and to be everything that you call us to be. We thank you for this. In Jesus' name we pray. I thank y'all so much for tuning in. I hope that this message today has been encouragement uh, to your mind, spirit, and soul. Things I want you to think about and let us know about is, are there any areas of your life that you're tempted to be envious of others? And how can today's verse encourage you to focus on living a life of godliness rather than wishing you dwelt in someone else's circumstances? You can always reach out to the podcast at encouragingyourspiritpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, a heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Let's focus on being content. Moment to moment, millisecond to millisecond. One breath at a time. All right. Thank y'all for listening. I love you. And guess what? You can't change it. Peace.